Hey everybody. Hi friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Allison and welcome to Out of the Average Podcast. Welcome everybody. It is the fourth Friday of the month, which means it's this month's media episode out for you guys. Mm -hmm. So let's just jump right into it. Mm -hmm. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. This media episode is going to be a little bit interesting for us because Megan and I actually do not have any like mutual media. We we both True. have our own our own things that we've like watched or played or like learned about really. Yeah. So, um the first thing we're going to get into is a video game. Oh, I'm so here for this. Mm-hmm. Megan hasn't played it yet. Again, it's not mutual, but I I have it on her list. Yeah, it, I have it on my list to play as well. It's going to happen. And it's on the Nintendo Switch. Um so if you have the Switch, uh it's a game called Paradise Killer and it was released on September 4th, uh 2020 by a British studio called Kaizen Gameworks. And so I'm going to actually link the website. It's a really interesting um game. It has amazing reviews, which is why I want, it was one of the reasons I wanted to play it. Um and it's pretty out of the average. And so I'm not going to like I'm going to read you straight the summary of the game because there's a lot involved in it and it's super obscure. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. So um, Paradise Killer, this is the summary. Paradise Island, a synthetic rock floating on an ocean in another reality filled with lunatics, psychopaths, and a thousand secrets. Each island fails and a new one is born. On a dark night during the 24th Island sequence, Paradise is killed. The surreal Paradise Island is home to the Syndicate, immortal worshippers of dead alien gods. The player assumes the role of Lady Love Dies, an exiled investigator brought back to solve the mass murder of the Syndicate's council. And um, so that's basically the game oh, itself. Holy moly. Yeah, it's really involved. It's like its own universe. And what's really interesting about the gameplay is that it's like it's like a free universe mm -hmm. sort of thing. Have you ever played a game like that? Yeah, like free world play. Yeah, yeah, free world play. So it's like I've played mystery games in the past, mm -hmm. like or, or like crime solving games. Like if you're familiar with like Professor Layton or Phoenix Wright, those were uh, DS games that I was really into. And that was actually the type of game I was looking for when I found Paradise Killer. Um, you have these very like straightforward, like these are, uh, it's like, this is the evidence you have to find. You have to play the trial or the game or find the criminal in like a very straightforward, like, like this is the answer sort of way. Mm -hmm. This game is different in the fact that you are just free to roam to find whatever evidence you can. That sounds like it could be so intimidating, but also mm -hmm. so fun, like a create your own yeah. adventure. Kind yeah, of. and so basically, like like the summary said, there are these islands in like this other reality that keep are that are keep working towards like perfection, and so the twenty fourth island dies because when you're dealing with these gods, uh, not these gods, these islands. Um, they can actually be run over by demonic forces. Okay. And so there are gods. There's these cosmic gods, these alien gods that you can be blessed by or deceived by. But the islands are supposed to be, um, like, protected from demonic happenings. Mm -hmm. And the reasons why the islands fail is because demonic happenings, like... 
oh, corrupted, like corrupted yeah. the island. That, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Um, and so the 25th island is supposed to be the most perfect island because each time the island is reborn, it gets stronger and better and better. But now you have like the council who has been all completely murdered. Oh and so gosh. there are like, there are these, I forget the, the terms, but there are people who are permanent to the islands. And then there are these citizens who disappear with the islands at each island. So they don't come back. So you're oh only, like, yeah, it's so involved. And so you're dealing specifically with the permanent people. Okay. Um, and so the permanent people on the island, um, you're trying to figure out who could have killed the whole council. And what's interesting about the game is that there is a true ending, but you have to find as much evidence as possible. And honestly, like there are so many different streams uh, that this this like trial can go is that like if basically if you don't like someone, you can find enough evidence to convict them even if they're not the one responsible. Wow. And um, for me, I definitely want to play it again because I had the idea of how I thought the game was going and who I thought was responsible for, you know, the specific happenings. And I didn't actually save the character that I wanted to save, mm. even though I thought I had enough evidence, like, against this person and it just goes to show that like just because like you know it's someone does not mean that you have the evidence stacked up against them and that's kind of what my problem like that was my issue I literally thought I was like oh it's obvious that this person did it but they're like you don't have the proof mm -hmm. and so I have to play it again because it's killing me that I couldn't honestly honestly I quote-unquote executed the people that I wanted executed but I didn't save the person that I wanted to save which is okay. the worst which is the worst um so so that was my experience with the game and I'm definitely Ugh. gonna play it again and I feel like I totally want you to play it because I'm really curious I'm really curious how to see what I think to see about, what you think because like, you're so analytical Ugh, and I, like following is, the like the pieces this is something I because it's so free world again like it's like if you don't have to find specific yeah. evidence you might not even find it because you're roaming around you might just not find the like i might take a different path yeah exactly yeah. you might just in in playing just not find the knife on the beach you know yeah, like yeah, you yeah. just missed it for whatever reason because you know it doesn't like outright show you what you're supposed to be pressing Ooh. on or like if you have like other mystery games that I've played where it's like you can only press on the exactly. specific evidence yeah I am very interested in this because for one I've never played a mystery game like this and I've never played a free form like mm -hmm. open world kind yeah. of game before I, I am familiar with the format because I've watched people play games yeah. like that but um I am so intrigue like I love a good murder mystery like and I am the world itself like, is just and crazy that's the other thing is like aside from the fact that like murder mystery I'm here for it all the like the alien gods the alien and... gods it's like there are people being blessed and deceived oh and like and the reason why like lady love dies like who you're you're playing as is like the reason why she's exiled for the from the islands and like she's a permanent person so she's not like a citizen yeah she's exiled she can never live on the islands because of like she was deceived by a god and oh so she's gosh. basically been she's been in exile when you started the game for three million days or something oh my god like, it's like 
crazy. And then, yeah, like, just, like, the customs and, like, you know, you go around, there's all these, like, temples to the different alien gods. This like, whole game Like, you have to, like, sounds... bloodlet. Like, it's oh crazy. Gosh. It sounds so intense but also so unique yeah like, that's why i want to play it because even though like i feel like you've given me a really good description yeah. of it like i'm not gonna get it until i see no it's like, definitely actual... like you have to play it to get the vibe of the Ooh. game everything's like super neon like super cosmic like okay, there's a yeah, ton yeah. of like even like egyptian like motifs throughout okay. the whole game which is interesting um and yeah, and it's not without its flaws either. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's a game. Um, it's it's going a game. To have, yeah. yeah. But um, it took me a while to get used to like the free universe. Like I got I... so lost. Like I yeah. was like, I don't know how to get here. Like I don't know how to get. You have this map, but the map doesn't help you at all. See, uh, that's so. Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what that's gonna be like because I like yeah. finding order in chaos, but. If I'm given like a free, I I'm just very curious to see where yeah. I'm gonna go because sometimes I hate being too guided, so yeah. like that's why I feel like this game sounds so interesting because yeah. it's not like here's a million prompts yeah. you have to basically follow down one path. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of like it gives you more autonomy. Oh, hundred percent. And it does. And what's nice is that it does organize prompts for you too. Cool, like if cool. there are certain things where it's like, oh, like this character talked about this maybe you should go here and like oh play. cool but again it's, so it's like it's, enough structure but not overwhelming it's not like exactly in your face. i mean i think it gives you enough structure to figure out that true ending if you yeah. play long enough because the thing is you're not on a time limit like mm. the trial is whenever you want it to be you okay. can literally play for five minutes i don't know how much information you're gonna get in five yeah. minutes but you could play for five minutes and then just go straight to trial um so it's i think i didn't play like to where all the information was okay like, extorted like i played enough where i was like oh i think you I were convinced yeah i yeah. was convinced and now i want to play it where it's like no i get all evidence possible Ooh. um and, and again like it's like even if you know like someone's the, like the true killer if you don't like someone else you can just convict them like mm -hmm. it's like let's just say you like the person who's the quote-unquote true yeah. killer and you're like listen i really don't want to like get rid of them you can be like well actually it was sally who did it this uh, again i'm <laughs> going to tell you this it reminds me of the united states court <laughs> systems and how we are but like, literally uh, if you just have the evidence yeah or not evidence or not evidence exactly like, it literally killed me when i was playing i said it like a million times already but i was just like how can you not see that it is this oh my person? goodness and there was like so and the way you go to trial too, I feel like I'm I'm not giving like a lot a lot, but it's like there's separate cases. So like yeah. there are different prompts where it's like, okay, who do you think did this? And okay. then you go to trial for them. Yeah. Then who do you think did this? Then you go to trial for that. What do you think happened here? So there's like a yeah. lot of separate trials. So you can actually convict like a lot of different people. That's cool. Because it's it's almost like it's like, well, is it one person who did this? Yeah. Or is there a, like a total conspiracy totally. happening? Which and again, you get to figure it out. I like that. And it reminds yeah. me of like some Agatha Christie books that I've read. Yeah. Stuff, or like some from some murder mysteries where it's like, you know, you read the story or you're looking at the story and you're trying to figure out what guy did it, like what person did yeah. it. And then it's like, well, actually, like four people were involved, mm -hmm. and it's just like, to what extent? Do to they what need extent to be held were they involved? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was another like big thing too, because it's like there were people that I was like, I know they're involved, but like sometimes, like I when I was reading reviews, people are like 
but do I want to convict them or yeah. not? Like, I know, like, they might be involved, but, like, I like them too much. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of like, Ooh. you're playing with your emotions, too, because you're like, yeah. oh, wait, I'm actually attached to this character. Like, you don't want to give them up. I don't want to give them up, but also there's evidence stacked against the fact that they oh are gosh. probably involved. You guys, I'm 100% yeah. going to play this game. And yeah. so this will be on another update for yeah. a media episode. Because, so, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> after I just gushed about that, <laughs> I'm playing it again soon. So, Good. <laughs> um, we can move forward a little bit. So another thing that I watched that Megan hasn't watched, um, and, and this is just going to be super brief, is because I haven't finished it yet, but you don't have to. It's a TV show. I, I'm personally watching it on Netflix called The, Disa- the Disastrous Life of uh, Psyche K. So again, it's an anime. It's based on a, a manga series by uh, Shuichi Aso um, that ran from 2012 to 2018. And basically, uh, Psyche, Psyche Kuso, um is this guy who was born with all these like fantastical like quote-unquote psychic powers so he's got clairvoyance he's got like psycho psychometry where it's like you touch an object and you can see things he can teleport he can basically do everything um he's like he's changed like the universe um based off like his own rules oh my god (laughs) like it's it's so like it's silly it's funny okay. it's not a serious okay show i think it's hysterical my brother doesn't think it's hysterical but i love it um uh oh but anyway so he's like in high school now like he's had these abilities since he was born and he doesn't want anybody to know he has these abilities so he's always in these like odd circumstances where he like has to hide his odd abilities oh my gosh yeah. this just now, so Allison was telling, I've not, obviously, not yeah. watched a show, and Allison was telling me a little bit about this earlier today. Literally, right now, it's just making me realize why I think that sounds familiar. That's so Raven. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it reminds me of that's like so Raven. Raven. A little bit. Obviously, totally different. It's totally different, yeah. but, like, it's, but, like, yeah. it, like that it's whole, like, like she's, oh, she's in high school, she's trying to, like, only her two best friends know She's trying to be like, I'm not, not different. Like, yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm not, uh, like, it's like, oh, like, you're gonna trip in the cafeteria, but, like, don't tell anybody yeah. I told you so. Like, sort of oh, thing. this is just a hunch. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he, for example, like, he does, like, uh, like, he's in gym class, so he's, like, abnormally strong, so mm-hmm. he has to try to, like, tone it down, tone it down, but, like, he ends up in situations where, like, for some reason he can't tone it down. Yeah. But, like, he also can't explain to people why he, ha- like, can't be in the certain situations. Right. Um, uh, he, like he can read minds, so he like knows who. Has oh a, my like, god! Like yeah, like he he knows who has a crush can you on. Imagine him. having this, these abilities in high well, school. Well, like he's like so like the reason why I think he's so funny is because he's just like he is quote unquote like a know it all who is like so stoic because yeah. he just like he can't react to anything because it's yeah. like it's like this is my life like it's the disastrous life he's like my life is so hard because oh like I have gosh. to deal with this and it's like so he knows who has like a crush on him he knows like. Yeah, like, you see these characters. You know, like, what the teachers are thinking about and stuff. And, like, what's really funny is, like, you have these characters who, you know, on the outside are so different than they are on the inside. Mm. Like, for example, like, there's this girl who's, like, the perfect, like, quote-unquote girl. And, like, on the inside, she, like, 
quote unquote knows she's perfect. So she's always like, these boys are going to sigh over me. I'm going to, I'm going to give them the best day of their life by smiling at them. (laughs) And like, he just doesn't want to give her the satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And so now she's like obsessed with him because like, she won't give her the gratification, (laughs) the gratification. So it's like, you see into like all the, the characters like around because he has these abilities, especially like if he touches them, like he wears these really thin, like gloves so that like, invisible gloves so, so he's he not can't, picking up on so he's these, not like, picking up yeah. on stuff and then he has a friend who's like a medium so like he sees ghosts all the time oh my it's a goodness. fun little show and like and the show itself i should say is like a series of like one shots like okay. so it's not like no interrelated stories yeah it's yeah. like you know obviously the the characters arcs say the same there's some little plot points that like you know will pop up like mm-hmm. there's a character who um believes that like he's a like kind of like a superhero okay. and like that the there's this secret organization called the dark reunion that's trying to like take over the planet and he has to save the world from them okay and so like you'll see the dark reunion like pop up up, like but for for the most part it's not like yeah like a a steady like string of like plot basically i like a good show like that every now and then yeah yeah. you 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 don't have to I don't want to say you don't have to commit to it, but it yeah. is something that it's like no. you're like I can just watch an episode and I'm not relying on the next episode yeah. to like Which answer is what's a question. Like so hard with yeah. stuff. like we've talked on here before about like the Promised Neverland. Yeah, and currently as of this, ep- oh, actually as of this episode, this episode is going to come out the day after the finale of season two. Yeah, and I am like. I want a show like that where I'm not going to be, like, totally reliant on, like, oh, my God, I need to know what's going to happen right now, yeah. immediately. And you don't have to wait till, like, season three to be, yes. like, these questions oh, are going to no, be Oh, no, I answered. get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So oh, I'm really enjoying it. And it's just, again, it has all these, like, little, like, telekinesis. And, like, That's he's fun. got all these abilities just in one person. And, like, he's super cute, and I love his voice. The reason why I actually started watching it is because I was watching a basketball anime, and there was a character I really liked, and I really liked his voice, and I looked up the voice actor, Ah! and then I was like, oh, this is an interesting little show. And that's how I found out about it. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's such a cool way of finding something out. That's fun. Yeah. But but I think that's it for me as far as, like, my media that I've consumed. Mm -hmm. So... So my form of media this month were really, for the most part, took place in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to touch quickly on one. The first movie that I watched this month was Tenet, um, okay. which I know you haven't seen yet. I didn't see. Um, it only just came out. So this is a Christopher Nolan film. He directed it and he wrote it. And I'm sure a lot of people are familiar because he's a huge director with his work. But um, this movie came out in 2020, but it really just, it hit it couldn't hit movie theaters because of COVID. And mm-hmm. he literally was like, he's going to be re-releasing it in movies. Yeah. I think this year because he made it to be watched in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, after watching it, I can see why he made it for that. Because like a lot of it, like for one, like you definitely want to enjoy watching it on a big screen. And for two, the audio mixing, it sounded like they made it pre- oh, specifically like for, for like a movie. surround sound. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but anyway, so it's, it is going to be re-released this year. It's starring John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, and Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we all know why Megan watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I really like Kenneth Branagh. I think that he's a good actor. I think that he's a good director in things I've seen before. He was unrecognizable in this role. But yes, I watched it because Robert Pattinson <laughs> is in this movie. 
Okay. In fairness, in fairness, I did. Robert Pattinson is attractive. <laughs> in fairness, I love Robert Pattinson. End of story. Yeah. This is the end of the episode. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Stay weird. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but I actually did really yeah. want to watch it because I am always interested in watching Christopher Nolan. No, films I heard it was. And um, it was really big when it was when it was coming out. Yeah. Yes. So I saw the trailer in the movie theaters, and the first time I saw the trailer, my jaw dropped because it's just like an insane concept. So I'm going to read yeah. the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Armed with only one word, tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a, mis- on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Wow. So literally, it's about this guy, John David Washington, who I realize is Denzel Washington's son. And I was like, oh my God, how did I not make that realization? Anyways, he is a secretive agent like mm-hmm. we don't know which company that he's working for but then it's kind of beyond all agencies because yeah. it is a fight for the survival of the world and he essentially learns how to manipulate time and wow. what's super interesting about this film like i i highly recommend people watching it it does have its flaws mm-hmm. um there are a couple of criticisms i don't love the relationship between kenneth Branagh. It, okay, I don't need to go into the plot, yeah, but, yeah, but it, it isn't. But you have feelings. It okay. isn't a perfect movie. Yeah. However, I really enjoyed their play on, like, their conception of time mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Um. So, like, a, a, the big thing that you'll learn, like, off the bat, and to be honest, you'll learn from just watching the trailer, is that the way that they're able, they're able to manipulate time. The way that I'm going to explain it is like entropy. Like, th- they really focus on entropy and mm-hmm. that things are constantly in motion. Yeah. So, for instance, their big way of, like, teaching it to this main protagonist is essentially, like, there's a bullet that's on the table. And she's, like, th- this person that's tra- kind of instructing him is kind of, like, this bullet is moving right now. Even though to us it looks like it's still. Because time is constantly moving. We're yeah. constantly going. This bullet is going. And then it's essentially, like what looks like essentially like a bullet is going into a gun and it's like a reverse shot it's not it's just that he's figuring out how to control the situation backwards so you're looking at the outcome and based off of like a bullet in the wall he can figure out the trajectory of that bullet moving backwards and then lift the gun up and essentially it's like pulling it out because it's not really like him working backwards in time it's just him manipulating time itself Wow. So it's like a really, it's an interesting concept. I like did some research into it. Um, and it's like, I did notice that there was one other movie that I've never seen of. I don't remember the name of it. So I'm sorry for not listening, listing it, but, um, that kind of played with the same kind of concept of time. Um, but this one is like a very particular way of doing it. And it's like, it, the movie tenant itself was like a big pet project of Christopher Nolan for like years. Like he was so determined to get it out. I think that it's like the action sequences in it are absolutely amazing. And it's, if you're a fan of action films, like 100% watch it just for an entertaining movie. Um, but also just like the concept of time itself and how you're manipulating it and learning to use time is so freaking fascinating. Um, but yes, I did want to watch it because Robert Patton's in it, is in it, and he has um, an English accent. Mm. Oh, wow. So yeah, so like, I obviously really dug the whole Robert Pattinson aspect of it, but I really just enjoyed like the concept of like this reverse entropy, mm-hmm. kind of like inverting 
time, time sort of kind situation. of thing because it is like a really and like i do have to say time like it's crazy because time is crazy and like the concept itself like so christopher nolan tried like basically stated like he did look into actual like laws of physics and stuff like that but he wasn't trying to make a scientifically accurate movie mm -hmm. and you know if you're familiar with his work like even inception he was yeah, also the director of that which I watched for Leonardo DiCaprio, so I understand. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> There's so many other people in it, though, that aside yeah. from Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways, well, like, Tom Hardy's in that. Freaking Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in that. I'm sorry. Okay, tangent. I'm, I'm talking about a movie that I watched because of Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So, I mean, like, honestly, though, I swooned as much over John David Washington over mm -hmm. Robert Pattinson in this movie. Oh, but, really? um, but Robert Pattinson was great because he wasn't, like... He's a really good supporting actor, like, yeah. for the role. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what I was trying to say with all of this is that he was Christopher Nolan wasn't trying to make a scientifically accurate film. Mm -hmm. He was just trying to make something that, like, his vision come alive. Yeah. And, like, his concept of, like, his play with, yeah. um, like, least, manipulating like, and inverting time is just a really cool. in the movie. 100%. Like, yeah. like, he was able to make it a really non- for something that could be a convoluted topic, he made the story itself non-convoluted. Mm -hmm. Like, really straightforward. Like, really. Like, I literally mean, like, the protagonist that I referenced in the synopsis, that's literally, there's no name. Like, his name is the protagonist. Yeah. Like, it's a very straight... Oh, yeah, I like, it like is a very... Like, he made everything else super straightforward. So yeah. that way, because the concept that yeah. you're playing with is so big. That and it's like you... You don't mm -hmm. need to know anybody. And it's name. introduced off the bat. So that way you can actually. So, like, the whole story isn't about his journey necessarily figuring out how to manipulate time and figure out how things work backwards and everything. Like, his. He has, like, a, a mission that he has to figure out to save the world, mm -hmm. essentially. You know, <laughs> this is really weird. And it, it's kind of like off topic to the movie at hand. But, like, so I didn't know what Tenet was about until you explained it to me like okay. right now okay and so i was thinking i want to like one day whether it's on the podcast or not like i want to play a game with you where it's like we just like guess what guess what like certain things are about <laughs> oh because God. i totally thought tenet like for whatever reason even though i knew nothing about it was like uh like historical fiction what like, why and i don't know if it was because i made a connection like to like tenet, tenet housing uh, you know like oh wait, tenet housing i thought you were gonna say like tenants like this is more like the structure, like the, the like a tenant is like the basis. Like, no, I like literally went to like historical fiction about poverty. <laughs> but isn't that a different, isn't that tenant? Yeah, I mean, like, like, <laughs> like, but it's still like, I know it's spelled it's totally, yeah, I got what you're saying. You're, this is like where your mind is. But that was where went. my mind went. Ooh, that is so funny. And so it just made me like realize that it's like you can know nothing and still create like this like plot around something. Fair. I get that. Um, and I feel like that'd be a fun game to play. But continue with what you were saying. Well, no, I just then, couldn't stop thinking about it. So then do you want to know, do you want to try and guess? Well, actually, I wish this was reversed because I was going to say you can try and guess what the plot is to the second thing that I watched, the second movie I watched based off the title, but I'll give you the title and we'll see. It's yeah. kind of straightforward. It's the, the other movie that I watched this month is called Unacknowledged, an expose of the greatest secret in human history. What do you think that was about? I don't know. The soul? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> right? Souls are kind of secretive. <laughs> True that. 
I feel like it would be hard to guess what that is, especially yeah. because it's called, like, it's about, it's called it's Unacknowledged. The it's, it's the, the greatest, greatest secret. secret. Like, how am I supposed to know what the greatest secret is? Well, anyways, it's actually about aliens. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> A greatest secret in human history? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's about, so that's the thing. That's uh, what this whole movie is about. Okay. So, a couple of episodes back, I don't actually remember what media episode it was, but we talked about Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. I this... feel like it was February. Oh my. What <laughs> is time? Are you we watched it. We watched it for our anniversary celebration. <gasps> wow, so this is just like, okay, well, you know yeah. what? I started this off by saying a couple of episodes back when I, I referred. Yeah, that's okay, back. okay, you we'll go with All right, that's not what I was looking for, though. <laughs> so we talked about Stephen Greer, and he is this scientist yeah. slash a whole bunch of other things yeah um who is interested in uh, interested in exposing the connections that mm-hmm. humans have with aliens and making contact and disclosing that information so i had mentioned when we had talked about it that i wanted to watch i didn't know that stephen greer was connected to which i should have unacknowledged i had always heard of unacknowledged Mm -hmm. and just was like i knew it was an alien documentary that i should watch Mm -hmm. i had no idea the connections behind it but yeah so this is about stephen greer and his work so it's it was made in 2017 directed by michael mazzola and written by michael mazzola and stephen peak and it really focuses on the disclosure project which i think we did mention in with our the close encounters of the yeah. first kind um so like steven greer has been working on this since like the 90s i think or at least actively working on yeah. it in the 90s with the disclosure project which is like disclosing all of the information that the government i like we're specifically talking about the united states government the government had on aliens mm-hmm. and ufos and alien contact and especially essentially like this film in particular is about furthering that exposure and in it they they basically have like a lot of talking heads a lot of synopsis whereas in um close encounters of the fifth kind we talked about how it was people's encounters and their own personal connections that they made this is more like this is his story about Mm -hmm. what he did to expose the truth that the government was hiding from us wow and he had a lot of top officials like former astronauts people that worked in the air force people that worked in the government um different kinds of authorities on ufos as well as just non-alien information talk about their own experiences with aliens or ufos or information that they know to be true so like their work in covering up or creating a document about these things and one of the things that i think was so pivotal about this movie this documentary in particular is the fact that while it is an a documentary about aliens and alien exposure yeah um it seems so valid and it seems more professional than other alien documentaries Mm -hmm. that you might have seen and i think one of the reasons is because of the fact that he has all of these high level government officials yeah. or previous government officials or whatever what have you like associated and come on and actually talk about it so it kind of gives that sense of like you know whenever yeah, we see authority not just people who, it's like, not just your average opinions. joe it's yeah. someone that had a factor in all of this stuff yeah um it they does have their hands in it exactly yeah. um i 
liked it because like a lot of the stuff as I was watching it, especially like in the beginning, I was like, ooh, I feel like I believe these things, but this is like a good source now to have like a like an actual source reference to go to because it feels really intellectual. Like it's, oh, wow. it's definitely a more like upstanding argument and conversation. Like there's an actual conversation about the whole issue. Um, but I will say it as a documentary about aliens, it definitely still has like this flair for conspiracy. Mm. And some of it I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm skeptical for a lot of things. I do believe, like, believe in some conspiracies. I totally think they're true, especially some conspiracies about aliens. Like we've already talked on here how I believe that the men in black are real and that the government is controlling our knowledge about aliens yeah. and alien contact that we made mm-hmm. so i wholeheartedly believe that you know yeah. but there was other things like the most dramatic and kind of like questioning thing that they brought up was that they he thinks that there's evidence which kind of swayed me um that marilyn monroe was actually killed because of her knowledge of alien existence what? <laughs> so it's like i'm not I feel here like marilyn monroe had her own issues but in fairness yeah he did have a document that was actually a, a an official like... document that could be correlated to mm-hmm. the context and also in fairness she did have a relationship with both kennedy brothers okay. and she was thus privy, privy. To, to government it. knowledge that we as regular citizens don't have and some people think that maybe she was going to expose some of the knowledge that she knew because she was told to break off her relationship you know Mm -hmm. with the brothers yeah and then she died a couple of days later and it was kind of like i don't know enough about marilyn mm -hmm. monroe history but that's interesting yeah Yeah. it is a very like here is a clickbaity kind of like here's something that's gonna trigger you yeah like marilyn monroe knew the existence of Aaron. Aliens, aliens and that's why she died yeah. like so so it's kind of like it's one of those things but then he presents information that i'm like oh okay like i'm still gonna hold this with yeah. a grain of salt i'm still gonna put my like skepticism glasses on mm-hmm. for this information but he is showing it in a way that is kind of believable um or at least plausible mm-hmm. and um but yeah like overall i think that the doc like it was a really enjoyable documentary it might not necessarily make you go oh, aliens totally exist. But I think that if you're a person that believes in aliens, it's only going to further your own case for yeah. the situation. And they do show a lot of footage. Information um, is information. Information know? is information. And like, it's kind of like you take with it. You what, take out of it what, what you, you want to. Yeah. Um, what resonates with you. Exactly. Um, and they did show a lot of alien footage again, like possible UFO footage, which I thought was cool. They did the same thing in Close Encounters. Yeah. Um, and I'm always down for that because it's hard to find like a mass production mm-hmm. of all of this UFO sightings and stuff. So yeah, so I I do recommend people watching it. Obviously, take I kind it. of want to watch it now. I think that like so. Whereas I think Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind like it got really spiritual, and yeah. I feel like that's where you could have mm. like found your way. This was way less spiritual, okay. but. Like, obviously, we know that it's the same. He has the same intentions behind it all. Yeah. Like, he thinks that the people should be aware of... We should know about this public this information. It should all be made public. The government mm-hmm. shouldn't hide 
things like this from us. Yeah. Um, and then it does talk about like reaching out to them, but it's it's in a different it's circumstance. A different, like, um, but I do still think that you would find it interesting as a whole, just because of the like the information. I feel that like they I present. would just find it interesting because of St- Dr. Stephen Green. That's why like, because, I, like I really vibe yeah. with him in close encounters of the fifth kind. And I'd be interested, even if it's not more of like the spiritual aspect of like how to connect with like mm-hmm. extraterrestrials, I feel like I'd just be interested in like his more information that he has in general. 100 yeah. percent Like he seems like a really valid source exactly. of knowledge. 100 percent That I tr- is I, I don't want to say I trust him, but like I yeah. he is, I guess, reputable. It like holds yeah. water. Like yeah. his information that he finds. Holds water. That is also why I really enjoyed this documentary like to be honest is because of the fact that he he's just a really likable person he, like and the way that he presents information is really compelling yeah and also it's not just the way that he presents it it's also the information that he's presenting 100 the amount of people that they had on the show i was like where i might not believe 100 about the marilyn monroe thing let's just say yeah um I'm like other stuff. I'm like 100. This is stuff that I believe in. That now I'm like, here's someone else validating this, mm-hmm. and not in a he could be making up the information. Like it is with legitimate yeah. sources. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. So I found that super super interesting. I highly recommend. They do go into like this whole like government conspiracy, like where there was like a coup basically in yeah. the United States that we might not have noticed about. They talk a lot about. I feel like misdirection. As in, like, the government yeah. is misdirecting us, so they're drawing our attention away. To something else. Exactly, because there's something else going on or that they don't want to see, which I also, that is a conspiracy, that is a broad thing that I do think that the government tries to keep stuff from us and distract us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but, uh, but I do recommend it. But yeah, those were my, uh, those were my two big media things for the month. Like, this isn't to say that it's not like we're not consuming media. It's just not everything is totally out of the average. Yeah, not, not everything us. is out of the average. All the but, time. um, and sometimes it's like, I mean, as much as I love this stuff, it's like you also like, it's like sometimes you just need something. Like, again, I was watching my basketball anime. Yeah. Like, sometimes yeah. you just need something super grounded. Oh, like, 100%. Like, yeah. yeah. Or like, I, I'll just rewatch something that it, I've That's seen like a million times. Yeah, yeah 100%. So that was the media we munched on uh, this March. (laughs) Let us know what you guys think of what we just talked about or share with us what you munched on this month. Exactly. Some out of the average snacks for us. Exactly. This is how you know the episode's been recorded late at night. (laughs) So if you have anything you want to share with us, any media munchies that you've consumed this month, um, let us know at outoftheaveragepod at gmail.com. You can send us an email there, or you can even check out our website, outoftheaveragepod.squarespace.com. Or you can reach out to us on Instagram at outoftheaveragepod. Say hi, leave a comment, whatever you want to do. Just don't be mean, and we're for it. <laughs> like, no, no one's really been mean to us. No, no one's been mean to us. I just meant, like, I said, do whatever you want to do. Oh, don't don't, don't be, be mean. mean. Just don't don't be mean. <laughs> okay, well, I had fun uh, snacking on those out of the average. Me things, too. So. I hope you guys did as well. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, stay weird, everybody. Stay weird.